This is the Biblical Unitarian Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Biblical Unitarian Podcast. This is episode number 88 entitled, Does the Gospel of Luke Portray Jesus as a Heavenly Angel? The Biblical Unitarian Podcast is the podcast that aims to start conversations about the oneness and unity of God and about the humanity of Jesus. Thank you so much for joining us today at the Biblical Unitarian Podcast. My name is Dustin Smith. As always, I am your host. We began our last episode asking the question of whether the four gospel writers regarded Jesus as one of God's heavenly angels, whether that be an archangel like Michael, one of the angels of the Lord, or simply a member of the heavenly host. Looking into the Gospel of Matthew, we examined every passage in which Jesus and angels were mentioned. In not a single passage did Matthew even come close to hinting that Jesus was one of the heavenly angels, either prior to his birth, in his earthly ministry, or after his resurrection. For Matthew, Jesus was the human Messiah. Today's episode will continue to look to see if the Gospels regarded Jesus Christ as an angel, looking this week into the Gospel of Luke. Does Luke portray Jesus as an angel, or does Luke agree with Matthew that Jesus was a human being? I want to remind our listeners that when I ask whether Jesus was an angel, I'm using the term angel to refer to any manner of heavenly angels. It could refer to the angel of the Lord, any of the archangels, or one of the members of God's heavenly court. I am not asking whether Jesus was a human messenger, that sort of angel. We are interested in whether early Christians regarded Jesus at any point of his existence to be a heavenly angel. That is the purpose of our study for these next few episodes of the Biblical Unitarian Podcast. So if you are a first-time listener, I want to welcome you to the podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss out on future episodes and so that you can backtrack and check out some of the previous episodes in topics that might suit your fancy. And if you are a regular listener, thank you so much for listening to us and supporting the podcast. So without further ado, let's find out what Luke's gospel has to say about the identity of Jesus and whether or not Jesus is a heavenly angel. Our first point today, we'll be looking at the angels and Jesus at his birth. We have a lengthy passage to look at, starting in Luke chapter 1 and verse 26. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth. To a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph, of the descendants of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. 
She was very perplexed at this statement and kept pondering what kind of salutation this was. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, and for that reason... The holy child shall be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age. And she who was called barren is now in her sixth month. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, the bond slave of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. That is Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. This initial conversation coming from the angel Gabriel regarding the soon-to-be-born baby Jesus offers the reader much to consider. First, there remains a clear distinction throughout the dialogue between the heavenly angel Gabriel and Jesus. They are never confused within this back and forth. Second, Jesus is regarded as a human being, namely a descendant of his ancestor David. Third, Gabriel defines the coming into existence of Jesus as a direct result of the Holy Spirit's creative power. No attempt is made to indicate that this soon-to-be-born child possessed a pre-human existence as an angelic colleague of Gabriel. Jesus here is miraculously created as a human being. He is of the line of David, and he is never hinted at being one of the heavenly angels. In fact, Jesus also distinguished from the Most High God, because verse 32 says that Jesus will be the Son of the Most High. Let's look at another passage down in Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 9. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, before the shepherds. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. That's Luke chapter 2, verses 9 through 11. Here is another announcement coming from an angel of the Lord pertaining to the newborn Jesus. There is a Christological designation given to Jesus from the angel. The angel, by the way, functioning as an authoritative messenger. The newborn child is the Savior, 
Now, Savior was a title within the first century world that described many of the Caesars of Rome. So it was an emperor title. On occasion, human figures were deemed saviors within the Hebrew Bible. It is noteworthy, however, that heavenly angels are never called saviors within either the Hebrew Bible nor the New Testament. The child is also called the Lord Messiah. In my translation, it is Christ the Lord, but in Greek, it is the Lord Messiah, Christos Kyrios. Lord, like the title Savior, was widely used of the imperial Caesars. And some angels were actually called Lord as well within the Hebrew Bible. The other title, Messiah, refers to one who is anointed. Within the Hebrew Bible, only human beings were anointed, whether they be priests or royal figures. Heavenly angels, however, are never anointed within the Hebrew Bible and are thus unlikely to be referred to with this title pertaining to the anointed one. So in short, an angel of the Lord appears to the shepherds and informs them of the good news regarding Jesus' birth. In doing so, Jesus is described as the Savior and Anointed One, titles that were not used of heavenly angels, but were used of human figures. Luke, in this passage, carefully distinguishes the newborn Jesus from the angelic category. Our next passage will be in Luke chapter 2 and verse 11, just a few verses later, and it says, When eight days had passed before his circumcision, his name was then called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. That is Luke chapter 2 verse 21. Now this passage reminds the readers that Jesus was conceived in his mother's womb and that he was circumcised according to Jewish customs for infant males. It also reminds the readers that an angel gave the name Jesus to the newborn child. Luke makes sure that this angel and the newborn human child are not confused. Our second point today will be looking at angels within the temptation narrative of Jesus. This passage comes out of Luke chapter 4, and I'm going to read a few verses starting in verse 9. And he led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from there. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you. And on their hands they will bear you up so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. That is Luke chapter 4, verses 9 through 11. This passage appeared in Matthew's parallel, and here Luke seems to use it in the same way that Matthew did. The devil tempts Jesus regarding his messianic title, Son of God, with a quote from Psalm 91. In this psalm, God's angels are promised to protect, guard, and rescue the subject. 
and the devil regards the subject at this time to be Jesus. Even in this temptation, the issue has to do with whether Jesus really is the messianic Son of God and does not concern whether he is one of God's angels from within the psalm. So, while heavenly angels are mentioned together with Jesus in this passage, there is no indication that Luke wants his readers to regard Jesus as one of those angels. Our third point today is looking at the Son of Man and the angels. We'll look at two passages, one out of Luke chapter 9 and one out of Luke chapter 12. Let's start with the first passage. For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. That's Luke chapter 9, verse 26. The Son of Man, which is a title for a human figure, remains distinct from both the Father and the holy angels. In fact, we have three categories here in this verse. We have humanity, referring to the Son of Man. We have the angels, and we have God, God the Father. And there is no indication that Luke wants his readers to confuse any of these three categories. The Son of Man remains the Son of Humanity, the angels remain the Holy Angels, and the Father is God the Father. So we've got our next passage involving the Son of Man and angels. That is in Luke chapter 12, and I'm going to start in verse 8. Jesus speaking, and he says, And I say to you, everyone who confesses me before men, the Son of Man will confess him before the angels of God. But he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. That's Luke chapter 12, verses 8 through 9. This Son of Man statement is similar to the one before it, a few chapters earlier in chapter 9. The Son of Man, which is a title in this passage for one who is human, is distinct from God's angels, from the angels of God. These angels of God are likely heavenly angels with that specific designation. God and the angels remain separate categories from the Son of Man. Luke here does not confuse any of these categories. The Son of Man remains a distinct human figure. Our fourth point today will be looking at the angels and Jesus' resurrection. We'll look at a passage here in Luke chapter 24, starting in verse 22. But also some women among us amazed us, when they were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body, they came saying they had also seen a vision of angels who had said that he was alive. That's Luke chapter 24, verses 22 through 23. We have looked at whether Luke regards Jesus as a heavenly angel, either before his birth during his earthly ministry, and now after his resurrection. Within the Gospel of Luke, this is the only passage that involves angels and the risen Jesus. And yet, 
Jesus is not described as one among these angels. The angels appear in the vision to the women, and they announce that Jesus is alive. There even remains a distinction between the way in which the women visibly see the angels and the risen Jesus. The angels only appear in a vision, while the resurrected Jesus is actually present on earth. No hint or suggestion is offered by Luke that implies that Jesus is now in the form of a heavenly angel. This is actually confirmed a few verses later, still in Luke chapter 24, and we're going to read verses 36 through 40. While they were telling these things, he himself stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. But they were startled and frightened and thought that they were seeing a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. That's Luke 24, verses 36 through 40. This passage is most eliminating. We actually have, from Jesus himself, a description of his bodily composition post-resurrection. It's a very excellent passage for us to use in understanding who Jesus is. In doing so, Jesus also helpfully contrasts his current condition with that of a spirit. Jesus says, quote, a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have, end quote. As a resurrected human being, Jesus still retains bones and flesh. He even presents his hands and feet over for evidence to the eyewitnesses. Heavenly angels, on the other hand, do not possess flesh. So despite the claims of the Jehovah's Witnesses at your door, Jesus did not resurrect into an archangel or any sort of heavenly angel. And this point is confirmed by Jesus himself. So, in conclusion, we have observed that the Gospel of Luke has a lot to say about the person and identity of Jesus Christ. In fact, Jesus is mentioned along with heavenly angels in a variety of passages. But never once does Luke identify Jesus as an angel from heaven. He never once describes him as the angel of the Lord or even as an archangel. First, we noted that prior to Jesus' birth, the angel Gabriel declares that Jesus is a descendant from King David, something that cannot be said of any heavenly angel, but it can be said of human beings. Second, we noted that Jesus came into existence via the miraculous birth affected by the Holy Spirit's power. A 
According to Luke, Jesus did not physically or literally pre-exist his birth, certainly not as an angel from heaven. Third, angels describe Jesus as the Savior and the anointed Messiah, terms which are never used of heavenly angels within Scripture. Fourth, the devil's temptation of Jesus regarded the identity and vocation of the Messianic Son of God, rather than suggesting that Jesus was one of the heavenly host. Fifth, Jesus uses the term Son of Man, namely the human one, to distinguish himself from God's heavenly court. And lastly, the resurrected Jesus presented himself to his disciples as flesh and bones, and in doing so, Jesus contrasted his condition with that of a spirit. According to Luke, Jesus was not any manner of heavenly angel prior to his birth. During his earthly ministry, Jesus was a human being. And after he was raised from the dead, Jesus did not change into an angel, the angel of the Lord, or any sort of archangel. Jesus Christ is not, was not, and has not become a heavenly angel, according to the evangelist Luke. If you would like to support the podcast, be sure to check out our episode description for a PayPal link. Again, thank you so much for supporting our podcast by listening and downloading the podcast. If you enjoy it, be sure to give it a rating on iTunes and share it with your friends on social media. Again, thank you so much for listening to us. My name is Dustin Smith. Until next time, you folks take care.